0: W Dynamite Beach Break, a special event. It wasn't off bitty. It was top and tailed by the two big matches: so ladder match to start, and a lights out match. Oh, it's just a sort of unsanctioned match, isn't it? To finish, and in between, it's quite a lot of chewing and throwing. Not really. It didn't seem exciting. First of all, the set, which you know, we have a big set for Beach Break in the past, and um, this was two moth-eaten looking sun loungers with umbrellas on them. A real sort of afterthought. It was almost as if, I haven't got any set dressing. Go out and get two sun loungers. Well, there's two in the back. Yeah, bring them in. They're a bit moth-eaten, go, go on. It was a bit like that, really. Um, yeah. First match, though, Sammy versus Cody. There's some booze for Cody Rhodes. So what we, what I did notice was there were lots of people on, on Twitter saying, "Well, he's not very popular in the back" and all that kind of stuff. We start with Sammy and Cody in the ring, so you don't get to see Cody Rhodes' rather grand entrance. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. There's a reason for that, I reckon. And there are tall ladders all over the place. And because we've got an interim TNT champion, who is Sammy... Was it Cody? Cody? Is it Cody? Yeah, anyway. I've lost... I've not really been that bothered, to be honest. You've got two belts hanging over the... the, Hanging over the ring. Why do you need the two belts? Are you saying, well, because it's an interim belt, we need a... Well... Why isn't the... The belt, the interim belt as well. You don't need a new belt. That's because it's an interim belt. Just call the belt the interim belt and then change it back. When it that's what they're doing in boxing, isn't it? I don't what anyway. My question is, what can you do with a ladder match? What can you do that's new? There's not much you can. So they did the spots that you'd expect but just higher and bigger. Early on, we've got a nice cutter from uh, Sammy Guevara over the barricade, which is lovely. And then the action really picks up with the Cody Rhodes vertical suplex off the tall ladder. It was sort of three quarters of the way up it, huge, huge. And then Guevara does even better, jumping from the top of one ladder to Cody Rhodes on the other, hitting a cutter. It was beautifully done. If it hadn't been, it'd be very, very dangerous. Cody hit the crossroads from the ladder, top of the ladder. They, um, not the top of the ladder, but you know, they both hang off the belts at one point. And then you get Fuego Del Sol coming in, because he's friends with them both, and Cody thinking, don't want this, attacking him, getting him out of there. There's a, there's a GTH on the outside from Sammy. And then JR says, this is laddermania don't say anything with the word mania on the end of it because it that would be the yeah everyone's a bit quiet when he does that that's the competition okay there's a senton from Sammy Guevara from the top of the ladder through Cody and the table on the outside that is right and that's extraordinary as well and the end comes where they're both on the top of the ladder Guevara hits Cody's head with the belt he falls, he has to get both belts, but I think the timekeeper is interested in what I said, because as soon as he's got one belt the, belt, the bell rings. So he doesn't need the other belt, does he? Having said that, it's a very nice way to start. Then we've got Tony Shivani with Hobbs, who's I mean, they're at a, um, a beach, but it's very cold. And um, starters in ski outfit Tony Schiavone is feeling the cold Hobbs who's a tough guy is wearing dungarees with no shirt underneath, oh no but a fur coat, if you wore a nice nice shirt you might not have needed that fur but it did look good Okay, wardrobe versus Elijah Dean and James Alexander, it's a squash I'm sick of seeing wardrobe I don't think there's anything that we need to see anymore I think we know exactly what he is I'm not bothered, really. Next, the inner circle, this is 2.0 with Mr. Garcia. They could have fought anybody because it wasn't about the opposition. It was about Santana and Ortiz leaving the inner circle. And they wouldn't tag Jericho. And in the end, Jericho hit the Judas effect on the outside by the ropes to give them the victory. And he walked away saying, yeah, you see, when you look back on the tape, you'll realise how much I helped you. Do it in my mind? It didn't really do that, but you know, that's the kind of thing. So, that th- this match was just there to forward a storyline. Consequently, the match is not important. But what is important is Santana and Ortiz doing their own thing. Because they are much too good a tag team to be stuck in the inner circle. Okay more nonsense CM Punk and MJF going back and forth on the mic this was so long you could have gone and made dinner and come back and they'd still be doing their not great chatter back and forth it wasn't as real as Eddie so Punk was sure that MJF was going to do his kayfabe stuff and not throw some real stuff in there the kind of stuff you can't really cope with, it looks like. In the end, it got a bit, well, well let's fight now. And out came F... F out came... Um, Dax and Smash. Cash and, and Axe. FTR. And out came... Who else came out? Uh, well, it was a pinnacle, anyway. I thought they they'd done... I thought the pinnacle were no more. I thought that was a, a bad idea that had been forgotten because it denigrated NJF and made sure that he wasn't the heel that they wanted him to be. But here they are again. Here they are again, happy as can be. I wasn't happy. Okay, next, this is actually all right. Oh, one thing I, I forgot to say. Of course they beat Ponk up because he has to do that. I'm so injured. Oh, I'm so injured. I've taken a power bomb from Wardrobe. Okay, let's forget about that. Next was actually a, a fairly good match. Because it's Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch, versus Red Velvet, who is the number one contender. To Britt Baker's title. And Hirsch, who has a nasty streak, and I really like her work. She is like a mini Ronda Rousey. I think there's more to it than that. She goes after the arm, and really... Velvet didn't get any work in here. She's tough, is Hirsch, and it's hard to watch at times. There's a legit lock after she's hit a power bomb. There's so much nastiness. She wins in the end with a roll up, gets a handful of trunks as well. Didn't need to do that. It's kind of just showing us that I can be sneaky as well. Afterwards, she's run off by Statlander. Ooh, you naughty Layla Hirsch. Well, you know, she's not been getting the, the kudos she deserves and the TV time, so this nastiness is doing that for her. Great. It was tough to watch. It served a purpose. It served a purpose in a better way than that trios match earlier with the Inner Circle. And I like watching Layla Hirsch because she's a damn good wrestler. Here's the House of Black. Now, this is not, I mean, I suppose you'd do all right on the high street. It wouldn't be the kind of place that I'd go to for my clothing options. But, you know, if you just wanted to look that way, it's not like the House of Gucci, is it? But there's Malachi Black, of the House of Black, coming out and doing the usual, Mmm, I am very mystical. And he's really playing it. And do you know what? It doesn't quite work. Because it's the kind of thing we've seen before. It's the kind of thing... It's it's not like James Mitchell, but it's that kind of thing, you know. It's been done since wrestling time immemorial. I mean, you know, watch any Kevin Sullivan from early on, it's all there. Then Brody King comes in with a more standard delivery and he's better. Oh, here comes Sammy with his cue cards. Don't all cheer at once. God, why are they not dumping this? He won the belt earlier on. He could have come out and done a nice promo. He's there with Fuego Del Sol. It's so boring. He's got rap music playing in the background and the crowd are thinking I'm sure can we see what else we've got which would be Britt Baker I told you that was this was bitty didn't I told you it was bitty there's bits and bobs all over the place it didn't have a flow and it didn't seem like a real event she's got two PWI Awards best molars best by cuspid something like that it's not exactly that but you know So she does quite a a nice promo, but it is a bit long. And then we've got Vicky Guerrero screaming, and Nyla Rose saying she wants Ruby Soso next week. Well, ask your manager, says Tony Giovanni. He has a point. Bits, bits, bits. And now we've got the lights out match. Cole versus Cassidy, they have previous. It's simmered quite nicely. That's good. A lights out match is just an unsanctioned match. So no rules, false count anywhere. I don't know. Danhausen makes an appearance at one point. He doesn't do anything. Just turns up. It's good to see him in AEW. Not sure he's been signed yet. Because he has got the leg issue, hasn't he? I'm not sure if that's if he's ready to fight yet. But this match became a bit better the more it went on. There was a nice cold DDT earlier. And then they went through an announce table. They're through, oh, they've gone through the announce table. Yeah, yeah. The cold fish hook to Cassidy was nice. And then he put the trash can on him, kicked it. That was good. He uses the chain to wrap around him and pull him into a backstabber. Very good coal work. Very nice. Of course, Cassidy goes for the fire extinguisher. But he's hurt his hand. It's bleeding. And he's really holding it. So maybe, maybe something's happened to it. He really was favouring it for the rest of the time. Then we had some shenanigans, which we didn't need. Brandon Cutler is taken out by Wheeler Utah, Fish takes out Wheelie Utah, Chuck takes out Fish, the books take out Chuck, Beretta and Romero take out the books. It happened in about, what, two or three minutes. It was not necessary. It was nonsense. In the Ferrari, Cole hits a low blow, which is, of course, his uh, ending of choice. But no, Orange is wearing a cup with studs on it, metal studs. Why do you need... Why do you need to put that in your trousers if, if, if you're going to have a metal cup with studs outside the trousers but then I suppose it would have made Cole realise he couldn't do the low blow. I suppose so. Yep, there is. Method in that. Orange then up top hits the Panama sunrise. How dare you, that's Cole's move for a long two. They then go, Cole goes. As if to say, I've had enough of keeping this in the ring. Let's see if we can get it outside for a bit. They go to the gorilla position, or the go position, as, uh, as Shivani wants to call it. Jerry Lynn's involved for a bit, and then um, there's a Death Valley driver from Cole to Orange through the monitors and the table. And those monitors are too expensive. They didn't have crash and burn a bit. Back on the stage, Cole hits him with a light, climbs up the lighting scaffold, ready to go, looks down and thinks, where's Orange? He's behind you, mate. Low blow. And they both sort of fall off, really, onto safety. So there is this padding there. Clearly, we didn't see the hit, so there's clearly padding. Orange is ended on top of him. He wins. It was okay. It wasn't spectacular. The first match was more spectacular. And the whole thing just seemed as if, as if it was sort of made on the hoof. Not as if they were they'd been thinking about it for months and they were gonna. Really, create something special. It didn't seem like a special event. It seemed like loads of bits sewn together. It's a bit like an episode of Rampage. Yeah, it's about a a 6 out of 10 this. And that's with a great match to start. Shame AEW. A real, real shame. Life's not a beach for this one. Ta-ta.